This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with me, myself, and I... So sorry if I sound a little under the weather. I'm recovering from Coachella and due to the dust and whatnot. I'm a little nasally today, which I know is like the actual most annoying thing to ever listen to anyone who's nasally, especially a podcast. But you know what? Bear with me. It's not that bad. It could be worse. And it was worse. So we're on the mend. Um, But the reality is, is I just miss y'all. I have been wanting to do a solo for so long, but... I've just been traveling all over the place, bopping around, jumping around, doing what Anna Grace told me to do in her life reading of mine. If you haven't listened to that episode, my dear friend Anna Grace, who is a Akashic Records reader, um, she's forking fabulous. Like I definitely recommend listening to the episode and following her. Um, she's like the best person ever. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, she did one of her readings on me and it's the first time I've ever had like a legit reading done. She gave me so much clarity in my life because y'all know I have gone through the quarter life crisis. I'm on the mend uh, with that as well. And I feel like everything that she told me, I've like thoroughly been trying to apply in my life. And shit's been moving and shaking for me. So I'm like, whatever Anna Grace says, I'm going to do. So y'all should probably listen because you should probably be doing what Anna Grace says as well. Anyway, um, I've missed y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and, you know, bearing with me and tuning in every week with all the epic guests I've been so lucky to interview. This year, I've really wanted to dive more into my hosting side and, you know, make that a part of my career. And I feel like we have had a good start to that. So I have a bunch of other epic guests coming soon. So I'm so excited for y'all to listen and tune in. But for now... We're long overdue a solo episode. This is really going to be like a life update episode. I feel like I have done so many crazy things just in this first like quarter of the year that I want to share, you know, what I learned and the experiences I had and, you know, the mistakes I made, etc. So let's just dive into it. I also on my Instagram, by the way, you should follow me at TK's Juicy Polls. Um, I asked you guys questions to ask me. So we're going to go through those as well. Let's start towards the beginning of the year, January, went to Aspen. Honestly, one of my favorite ski trips probably I've ever been on. I think it was because I had low expectations. I like wasn't in the mood to go. I wasn't in the mood to spend a lot of money. I knew Aspen was expensive. Um, I was just going through like, I feel like I was just not in a good place. 
mentally or physically. Like I was being lazy. I was being really hard on myself because I was being lazy. I had ju- I was really burnt out from Vlogmas. And I don't know. There was just a, like a lot going on. And I feel like I was not my normal self. Like I was just mad. <laughs> and like I, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. I really am. I'm always bringing like the positive energy, the vibes. Like I'm like a vibe operator like if I if I send something's off I'm the one to lift the mood and you know cheer someone on bring the good the good out of them etc and I felt like I needed that from someone I was like struggling overall and I feel like that Aspen trip I had such low expectations because I was like I don't even want to go to this I was just being bitter and like annoying I was being that annoying person that's just kind of bitter all the time I hate that type of person and uh Aspen really I feel like was the kickstart to turning things around for me because I don't know I had a bunch of friends there and I had a bunch of friends I didn't expect to be there and uh, it was just so fun it was like it, it really was a testament to the saying that I always say on this podcast like you are your five best friends and that's why it's so important to make sure you're surrounded by people who you want to be like because they will bring you out of that bitter weird state when you don't feel like yourself. And the Aspen trip was just so fun. I really had a blast. I loved skiing. I loved the town. I loved spending quality time with my friends and then also meeting new people. It was just an overall great trip. And when I got back, I decided I wanted to get my shit back together. And I know a bunch of you are watching and be like, TK, like, we never thought you were off or whatever, because I feel like I get comments like that a lot when I'm like, oh, my God, I was so not myself. And they're like, wait, babe, we like never noticed. For me, I was really off. Like, I feel like from an outsider's POV, I don't know, maybe you can tell now because I feel like I'm like posting regularly and you can tell in my videos I'm just like less, I don't know, bitter. I feel like that's the perfect word to describe it. Now I'm like. I feel like I have my personality back. I keep saying that, but like I really do. I feel like I'm like myself again. And maybe I just had like the winter blues. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, I got back and I decided the first thing I really wanted to take seriously was my health and fitness because I was so off track with it and I was feeling like shit. Like I was feeling like shit because I wasn't taking care of my body or you know, working out regularly. And what I realized is working out for me isn't really like a physical appearance thing. Like, of course, I love the benefits that that has to working out. However, like working out for me is like way more of a mental thing more than anything. And so I dove back into the deep end with that And I swear, you guys, that has been like the biggest catalyst for me mentally. And I know that's, I feel like that's annoying to hear when you're in a bitter place. Because I would like see TikToks or like other creators or videos or like motivational, whatever. And like when you're bitter and sad or like going through it in any capacity and you hear someone being like, just go to the gym. You're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) But I hate to say it. It's just the truth. It's just a fact Um, for me. It's a fact for me. Uh, that it helps like me mentally so much. So what I did is I I think I re-signed up my membership for F45 
And that was the biggest game changer. I also got an Apple Watch, which like, again, this sounds so annoying if like you're not in the place to hear this. But I just have to tell you, the Apple Watch literally changed my life. <laughs> like it really did help me with getting excited about working out again, which was essentially like all connected to like getting my personality back, you know, working on my mental health, et cetera. Like I know it sounds stupid and the Apple Watch isn't for everyone, but for me, I love like a challenge. I grew up as an athlete. I grew up in a sports family. Like the the goals, the, you know, little reminders, the notifications for my friends, like it made fitness and working out and the whole process so much more fun and reignited the spark in me. And I mean, I, all my friends know, like I am an Apple Watch ho. <laughs> uh, and I love it. It's super fun. I can't recommend it enough. I wish I had one. My ex-boyfriend actually got me one <laughs> probably like, I don't know years ago and then I lost it and I never told him so then I rebought my own and I'm so glad I rebought my own and the F45 paired with the Apple Watch was like a match made in heaven for me it was like peanut butter and jelly the reason I love F45 so much one is because it gets me out of my comfort zone with working out like I feel like it has all these crazy ass moves <laughs> that it makes you do and uh, it really makes me push myself which I love workout classes for this reason because it makes me you know do what I wouldn't normally do like it makes me push myself into that quote-unquote red zone that I normally probably wouldn't do myself but because we're in the class and you know the coach is encouraging and all the other people around you know pushing themselves as well it's so motivating I definitely am heavily motivated by others and that's why I'm so big on like who I pick and choose to surround myself with. Because if anyone is any type of energy sucker from me, I'm like, absolutely no. Like you cannot, the door is not open in this house. You know what I mean? Which is a thing I've actively been doing this year. Like I have not been investing my time in anyone that isn't making me a better person. Like I have zero time and energy for that. So yeah, I've definitely been more aware of the energy suckers in life. And January was a great year or great month for just like a reset. I feel like I wasn't really partying. I was doing dry January and I was just like essentially grinding in silence, um, which was really necessary. And uh, it wasn't always easy, but it gets easier as time goes on. Like it just becomes a part of your routine the hardest part is the beginning. And once you get going, it just becomes, again, a part of your routine. It's like, you know, brushing your teeth. And a habit takes, I think, like 30 days to develop. I don't know. I need to reread Atomic Habits, which, by the way, you should read that book. It's forking amazing. Uh, but yeah, once the habit was intact, I felt like myself again. And uh, I also, it was a really exciting month because I was prepping the entire month for my really big spontaneous last minute trip to South Africa, which was ah, probably one of the best trips I've ever been on in my entire life. That trip was life changing for me, <laughs> like not to be dramatic, but dead ass it was. Basically, the story is I've been meaning to do an in-depth episode on that trip just because it was so life-changing for me with Ashley because we went together. But 
I just haven't yet, so I guess I'll go into it a little bit here. Let me know if you guys would want that because I'm like down to do that, but I'm like, is that interesting? I don't know. You should also watch my YouTube video on it because I'm like, I love that video so much and I'm really proud of it. It's like a movie, <laughs> dead ass. So I last minute in December got invited to my friend's wedding, Penny and Adam, in South Africa. I've known Sarah Penny for like years and years and years, but we really weren't that close. Like I would see her in passing. We we're more like acquaintances. And this year we've gotten really close. We've been like workout buddies, hanging out one-on-one, -on -one, et cetera. And she was supposed to get married during the pandemic. Uh, so then it got postponed, as you can imagine, due to COVID and whatnot. Uh, and it, it being like such a big international trip for people. So it got postponed to this February, 2023. And... She invited me in December and invited Ashley in December, Ashley and her boyfriend Jackson. And we were like so excited to be invited because like when else would I get the excuse to go to South Africa? I don't know. I've always wanted to go and I kind of always knew I would go, especially to Cape Town, but it was just like the perfect, it felt like, you know, the stars were aligning and I was like, okay, this is like a really big trip. I'm excited. I'm really lost right now. This will be good for me. So we planned this trip in the middle of January, which was crazy because we were leaving February 4th. It was Ash Jackson and I planning everything. Like I think I found the Airbnbs, they helped with the flights and it was like a group thing. It was really funny because we were like a throuple and I was like their child and they were... <laughs> Uh, my parents, uh, but it was so fun. I feel like I never get to go on trips with just Ashley and it was a great like sister bonding moment, especially like I feel like I know her boyfriend so well now, which is so fun. You get to know people so well when you're traveling. Um, and yeah, I feel like I just like the overall consensus of this trip is that I really zoomed out on my life like it really made me feel small which was good I feel like being in this LA bubble is hard and very consuming at times and I let myself get to a place that I didn't like being here like I was overly consumed with you know numbers and things and just shit that I just don't actually give a shit about um but I feel like I was letting people in that cared about that stuff too much and it was getting to me like inevitably because you are your five best friends um, or you are who you surround yourself with. And, you know, I thought my problems and my issues were so big and such a big deal and yada yada when in the grand scheme of things, they aren't in the slightest. And the trip was the, in the South Africa trip was so good for me because Essentially, we were traveling for two weeks with all these strangers that live all over the world. Like there was people there from Italy. There was people there from Florida, Vegas, uh, Texas, New York. I feel like other places in Europe. It was just like such a good experience meeting others not even close to this industry or world because it really made me touch grass for a second and realize okay your problems aren't a big deal there's bigger things in the world to worry about and you can gain so much value 
from others who aren't in this industry. Um, which like, obviously I'm not a dumbass. Like I knew that, but it was a great reminder, especially at that time for me to like zoom out and look at my life and realize, whoa, the things you had on a pedestal should not be there. And, uh, vice versa, like the things that you aren't caring about or you're like shoving under the rug need to be prioritized more. And I feel like the reason I like had this moment is just be from talking to all the people that were there at this for this wedding. Yeah, the wedding was like one day, but we were all there for pretty much two weeks together. And we were doing all these like insane experiences and activities together. So you just really bond with people when you're like with them for two weeks doing all these insane, like making all these insane memories. It was so refreshing talking to people about things other than like stupid LA culture. Thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of making moves. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same. So why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. So, yeah, I don't know. I It was really, really, it was such a good trip. And I did have a few really good friends there that I just got to spend, you know, quality time with, like obviously the bride and then my good friend Haley Ringo, whose wedding I'm going to in Italy. And it was just so fun bonding with people and getting to learn about like completely different lines of work and people's lives. Like there were so many like parents there and young married couples. It was just inspiring. I was like, wow, this is inspiring also the men there like all the groomsmen and like the guys that the groom invited were such gentlemen and that was so refreshing for me especially as like a female because I feel like again I would like the LA fuckboy is like actually the worst like they're first of all they're not even cute uh they usually don't have a good job and then on top of that they're an asshole and so it's so refreshing like quite literally being in contact with the opposite like guys that treat women with respect guys that are gentlemen um guys that have a lot to bring to the table they have a great job like they're smart etc they're actually hot <laughs> they're actually tall um so that was so refreshing as well because I mean y'all know I don't really like deal with the typical LA boy like I like a guy that has really nothing to do with LA um so I try to find find them here, but it, it is hard. 
that was also really inspiring and like a huge thing for me was realizing like don't effing settle for anyone um and there are good guys out there and you know they do have all the things so don't settle and like you can have hope because there are great guys out there so if you're like struggling as a girl right now dating and you know you've gone on a few bad dates and like you're feeling really discouraged just know there are really great guys out there who are obsessed with their wives and um have great jobs and are super hot and are gentlemen and would do anything for their girl like the it was so attractive to me like watching someone's husband or like boyfriend or whatever like not let their girl lift a finger like even uh ashley's boyfriend i was like holy shit like he is an angel i'm obsessed with him like the way he treats ashley i will never settle for anything less than that like he would not let her carry her bag once and he would not let her open a door he would get wake up and get us both coffee and make breakfast for us every single morning he would all he would not let us call an uber or pay for anything like it was insane i was like i will not accept anything less anything less than like it was so inspiring uh and gave me hope truly because i don't know i feel like it's super easy to be a man hater be like fuck guys which like we all do we've all been there but the trip was super inspiring because every dude there i don't think there was a bad guy there every guy was such a gentleman and it was so attractive to me. I used to shove shit under the rug, like when a guy wouldn't open a door for me or, you know, wouldn't do the normal things guys should do for women. And uh, now I'm like, I don't even entertain anyone that's not doing all those things. I'm like in a way different spot with dating. I feel like I've been like kind of a dating machine, which is so fun. Um, and I think it's really because I like fully was re-inspired and... Um, I, I like, I know my worth. And I saw firsthand like what guys will and should do for a girl that they like. Um, so yeah, I will not accept anything less than. Anyway, it was such a fun trip. I could do a whole last podcast on it and like go into the detail. It was great. It also reminded me I really am a social butterfly uh, because I was there with just Ash and Jackson and like, you know, I wasn't there with like my a boyfriend or like, a best friend obviously Ashley's one of my best friends but she was like I didn't have like my friends like she was with Jackson I was alone so I was a social butterfly and I feel like I really got to know everyone on the trip which was also inspiring because it's just like I don't know being in this LA world sometimes I second guess myself or I'm like oh like they're not gonna they're gonna act like they don't know me or like I make up stories in my head and it's like no you're a social butterfly you're nice and you're fun like go up and talk to them so that was also very inspiring and I feel like from the trip, I, because I was having so many conversations, I was really like channeling my hosting skills, which I didn't realize until people were like, wow, that's such a good question. Wow, that's such, such a good question. And I was like, oh my God, wait, I'm a little host. And it uh, inspired me to like continue that line of work because that's something that is I'm very passionate about I've always wanted to do like I remember at FITM in college I would tell my professors when they asked what I wanted to do and I would be like oh I want to be a host and they would be like oh you can't do that you can't be behind the camera and in front of the camera and look at me now 
I'm behind and in front of the camera. I'm producing my own shit. I have my own show with TikTok. I have my own, my own podcast. I'm on camera right now. I have my own studio. Like, fork anyone that tells you your position that you want to do doesn't exist because you can pave the way. You can make that position for yourself. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something just because they couldn't do it. Period. Mic drop. Oh, another thing on this trip that I realized, because the guys are actually secure in what they're doing and are a little older and like supportive and respect women, anytime I would have a conversation with like any of the boyfriends or husbands or anything, I would when they asked what I would do, I feel like typically when someone asks what I do, I like get weird and I'm like, oh, like I am in marketing. Like a lot of influencers do this, especially like successful female influencers. They'll, you know, like dumb down their job because of previous experiences, stupid little immature, insecure men make us, you know, feel like we need to dumb down our job. But these men that I was on this trip with who are like secure in themselves and their relationship and like actually respect women, they were like so fascinated by my job, like did not make me feel less than in the slightest. We're like putting it on a pedestal. They wanted to learn more. They were so curious. They were asking me good questions. They weren't, you know, giving me like backhanded weird compliments because I feel like um, people and guys in general, like my age, do that. And I'm sick and fucking tired of it. And it was so refreshing, you know, talking to them and just like actually being so candid and open and like excited to talk about my job because I feel like so many times I dumb it down. So that was another thing that it made me realize like don't ever dumb down you or something you're passionate about because someone in the past has made you feel less than for it because they were insecure. I don't know. I feel like I had so many like light bulb moments where I was like, wow, that was crazy. Like I just, it's so simple, but like I just fully told them what I do and they were so supportive. Like what a concept. So many people in the past have made me and my friends feel less than for having a successful business of their own that it's scarred some of us. So I don't know. I feel like I threw out that mentality and now I'm stepping into this new like, this is what I do for a living. You either love it or you hate it. And if you hate it, get the fork out of my bubble because I don't want anyone that is an energy sucker in it. Um, so yeah, it was just like a, a lot of good reminders. Like, of course I knew all of these things, but, you know, actions speak louder than words. And it was so nice to see in the flesh um, someone be so supportive or, you know, men being such gentlemen or, you know, all the things together. So yeah, and then on top of that, I mean the animals I have to do a whole podcast on this but the the animals oh my god the safari it was like the craziest coolest experience I want to go back I was obsessed with the safari the safari was like my favorite thing ever it was so fun celebrating a couple that's so in love and have so much love and respect for each other and you know they live in Los Angeles it was just really inspiring I was like that will be me one day I absolutely do want to have a destination wedding after experiencing that because it was so cool 
not only spending the day celebrating them, but the entire two weeks. And then, like, as the bride and the groom, you don't feel obligated to, like, talk to everyone for a fair amount of time on the wedding day. Like, we got to see you before and after. So I feel like they enjoyed it more. I don't know. The trip was amazing and life-changing. And I love South Africa. And I will be going back. And I want to take my entire family because those damn animals are yeah, that was another thing that really made me zoom out is realizing like all these animals here in the wild, like they're only like we really are so small, first of all, like physically. But the biggest concern these animals have are to survive. The first thing they're trying to do is survive and then figure out what they're going to eat and then figure out how to reproduce <laughs> and who they're going to bang. Like those are the three top things and when you really think about it, that's what all we're trying to do as well. So it, I don't know. It was a really good reminder, like, don't sweat the small stuff. It doesn't matter in the slightest. Um, Yeah. And they're so naturally beautiful. And I, I don't know. I love animals just in general. Like, I love, as a kid, I would bring, like, animals in the house. I, I, I felt like I was, like, healing my inner child. It was amazing. So when I got back from South Africa... I wanted to start 75 hard because I really wanted a challenge and I love like a fitness challenge. So I started 75 hard with my friend Sarah Penny and Haley Ringo and we were like doing it because there's basically 75 days until we go to Italy for Haley's wedding, which I'm so fucking excited for. But uh, such a great challenge. I'm a huge fan of 75 hard. Basically, if you don't know what it is, I'll give you the rundown. It's two workouts a day. They have to be 45 minutes each. Um, One has to be outside You have to read 10 pages a day. You're supposed to take a physique photo every day. Didn't do that. And you can't drink. So I did everything else except the physique photo. One, because like, honestly, I forgot. And I don't know. I feel like I take a physique. I take so many photos of myself anyway, like because of my job. And I'm like damn near taking a physique photo every day. I probably should do that when I pick it back up. The reason um, I basically did it for a solid like month. Uh, or a little over a month, like no drinking, um, doing the two workouts. Like I was doing the damn thing. But then I went to the Taylor Swift concert in Vegas with a boy. That's all I'm going to say there. And I got strep throat afterwards. (laughs) And then I went to Hawaii and then I got strep throat again. So the 75 heart has been a little off. Like I was like, what am I going to do? Go to Taylor Swift last minute and like not have a cocktail in my hand. Like I wanted to be belting and I was a little nervous. Like I was with a boy, you know? So I was like, okay, 75 soft, (laughs) but I'm going to pick back up the 75 hard, especially like the workouts and the reading and the no drinking. But then I just went to Coachella and I drank there. I don't know. It's definitely now 75 soft, but that's okay. That's why it's called 75 hard is because it's supposed to be 75 hard intense days. Like it's not a sustainable lifestyle. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm like not sweating about it. I don't really care. I'm going to get back into it. But I highly recommend the challenge. Even if you do it like a month, it really whipped me in shape. And it was so much more doable than I thought it would be. Because when I would do the, I would do the first workout, like my regular scheduled programming, like I'd wake up and I go to F45 almost every day. And then the second workout was like fun recess, like in the middle of the day. Uh, you know, when I got my midday slump at like three or four, I would just go for a walk outside or I would go for a hike or 
sometimes I would do Pilates in my house or like stretch or whatever. And um, I don't know. I feel like it made me do things I don't normally do. Like I got back on my Peloton grind. It just like I, I have nothing but great things to say about it. And I truly would love to do the 75 days straight. Um, one day, maybe I should do that next January so I'm not like busy as hell. I feel like these months, April and May, and and I had the trip in February, it just was like unrealistic. But if you have like a long period of time where you don't have a crazy schedule, I think try 75 hard. It's really fun. It whips you into shape. And do it with a buddy because having the 75 hard group chat with my friends is so motivating seeing like, guys, I just got my first workout done or like, let's do eight minute abs together or like, let's FaceTime or, you know, seeing them be motivating. It's so refreshing. And it, yeah, it just like, you know, made me want to get my second work do- workout done. And it made me excited to text them like, guys, just finished at 45 or whatever. It also made me realize like if I want to reach these, you know, hard goals physically when it comes to fitness like if I want to be able to run a half marathon if I want to be able to lift a certain weight if I want to be able to have snatched arms or like whatever the case is like whatever your fitness goals are I really have to get out of my comfort zone and challenge myself so that's why I also love 75 hard is because no it's not an everyday thing that I'm going to be doing the rest of my life but it really does whip you into shape and it is so intense that like it is your main focus and it's such a great excuse to also not drink because I've not been in a party mood and I feel like I was in my like party girl era last year like I was partying all the time and now I'm just like in my self-care like being the best version of myself fitness era so that has 75 hard has been like a great excuse because when people know you're doing it they like know how intense it is and they're like oh, no worries. Like, I feel like my friends are like, oh, yeah, like TK's not drinking. The entire trip in Hawaii, I didn't have one lick of alcohol. I was so strict. I went to so many parties, events, things. Like, it's hard to not drink in Los Angeles because it's so social and, like, there's so many events. There's so much shit going on all the time, so many birthdays, et cetera. I didn't have one sip of alcohol except for the Taylor Swift concert and then Coachella. That's the only time I've had any alcohol, which is crazy. Um, And I feel like it's I've like seen a difference in my skin, obviously my body and then most importantly, my energy. Um, I feel like I'm just like way more mentally clear. Things aren't as fuzzy. Um, I'm like more motivated. I have more energy to like be motivated. It's just like it all goes together. So, yeah, the no drinking and 75 hard has been epic. I really do want to get into it again but I got strep throat twice in a row and it was like the worst thing ever so that's kind of why I have fallen off track but we're gonna get back on track um probably by the end of this week I'm giving myself a little grace due to Coachella and still being a little nasally sickling like I don't want to be like coughing in my f45 class you know what I mean I feel like that's disgusting so and I am a germaphobe I'm like do y'all know that I kind of am a germaphobe I don't like sharing drinks with people unless it's like a guy that I'm currently kissing. <laughs> like I I just, I'm like waterfall, bitch. I don't want to share a drink with you. It's like, I don't know. It just grosses me out. 
Okay, Taylor Swift. Let's talk about her and her performance and how just like iconic she is. I basically how this happened is I wasn't planning on going. Well, Alicia and Remy were kind of trying to get me to go, but they were Remy was taking her hometown college friend. So I didn't want to like impose and they had already had the tickets tickets purchased. So I would have had to buy like my own ticket. I could have gone probably close to them, but like in a different section or a different seat and like I'm down to go solo dolo, but I just like wasn't down to spend that much money to go solo dolo. You know what I mean? Um, so and it was in Vegas and I was like just in Vegas and I don't know. I just like for some reason didn't book it. So but then literally the night before the concert, I decided to go with this man and I feel like I'm a very spontaneous last minute girly. Like it's just innate in me. Like I feel like I thrive off of being spontaneous. And I feel like this guy is also a very spontaneous person. I think also it it makes so much sense for us because we both have very like off the cuff, random, chaotic, last minute jobs. So it like makes sense for us and our personalities to last minute go to something like this. And somehow we, well, he found the tickets. Somehow he found floor tickets. I'm like, I thought they were sold out. I don't know. He finessed. I got my flight and stuff. Basically, I did all like the travel. I booked all my travel shit. And then he was in charge of the tickets, which like, thank you. Because I was like, it was so chaotic. Like I didn't go to bed till like 3 a.m. the night before. And then I woke up at 7 and had to get ready to get on a flight to go to Vegas. Like what? So last minute. Um, so yeah, our girl Taylor Swift. First of all, I think it's so, I should not be talking about this, but whatever. I think it's so fucking hot that like a dude loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's like, I'm like, yes, like you respect like, women i don't know i'm like green flag if a guy likes taylor swift green forking flag because i don't know i feel like any guy that like makes fun of taylor swift for writing songs about dudes is like bitter that he doesn't have a hot girl around i don't know i think it's so unattractive when a guy's like oh taylor swift she's not even that good i'm like do not argue with me about Taylor Swift right now, you stupid little finance bro. <laughs> so yeah, that was like, I didn't realize how attractive that was to me. I was like, oh my God, this is hot. Like you're a grown ass man and you love Taylor Swift and you like know all of her lyrics. Like this is hilarious and also very hot and fun. So yeah, that was, I I don't know. I, I feel like the reason I went truthfully is tying it back to Anna Grace. This bitch told me she was like in February, she was like TK you're being way too rigid with yourself and things aren't working because you're being way too rigid with yourself. She was like, whatever plan you have in your mind or like schedule or whatever, throw that out the window. You need to be prioritizing bopping around, jumping around, documenting, traveling, randomness. And that was the epitome of this Vegas trip. Like, it was so spontaneous. It was so random. It was so last minute i i literally knew in my soul i was like i think i have to go like anna grace told me 
I need to bop around and travel and be random. And it was so random. And it was so spontaneous. And never in a million years did I think I would go to freaking Taylor Swift in Vegas with a dude. Like, what? But Anna Grace is the reason I went. And I don't know. I'm just like really into playing with the cards that are dealt to me currently. Like if someone asks me, I feel like when guys used to ask me to do things in the past, I would try and be like so like calculated and smooth and overthink and be like, oh, how should I word this in like a way? And now I'm like, if someone asks me to do something, I say exactly what I want to do. I'm like, yeah, I would like to do this. Or like guys in the past, I would like overthink and like screenshot and send it to my friend and be like, what do I say? And like, that's fun. But now I'm just like, I'm so over it. I'm just saying exactly how I feel or or saying exactly what I want because if they don't want a piece of this juice, that's on them. Like that's, it's their loss, you know? Yeah, I guess this kind of segues into dating. I feel like I've been on my dating grind and it's so fun, uh, which is something I really wanted to do in 2023. I think I said that like in my vision board video or podcast or whatever. Dating has been an absolute blast. I think it genuinely is because I'm just more sure of myself. I know what I want. I am playing with the cards. I'm dealt. I'm saying and doing exactly what I want and feel. I'm not overthinking it. And it's made dating so much more smooth. Um, And I feel like it's just working better. Because when I'm clear, I feel like people, you have to remember, like, people match your energy. So if you're being crystal clear, like, they will most likely match that. And if they don't, they're freaking weird. Okay, dating apps. Let's talk about it. I've been having a great time on the apps. Um, Again, I think it's because I've just been really sure of myself and I'm not overthinking in the slightest what I should say. In the past, I used to be like, what would they want me to say? Or like, what's hot? And now I'm like, I'm just saying exactly what I want and take it or leave it. Like, that's my mentality. Um but men have been responding to it very well. I also upped the age on my dating apps. And that has been a game changer because I feel like obviously we all know this, but guys are immature and they don't know what they want. And I just, I refuse to date anyone younger than me or even around my age. I I need to date someone older. One thing that I've learned from going on dates recently with guys is men truly are like dogs, which we knew this, but in the past, I used to, when a guy would do something I didn't like, I feel like I would kind of nip it in the butt or like say it passive aggressively or, or, or say it as a joke or like friend zone the guy immediately. Like I just, we're all human and we all make mistakes and I make mistakes. And so do guys. And I feel like giving them a little grace and more so rewarding them when they do something good, that's been my strategy versus like saying something I didn't like. Like they're literally like dogs. Positive reinforcement is the key, at least for me, what I've been doing. So, you know, when a dog pees in the house, They don't really respond to when you yell at them because they're like, why is this person talking really loud? They only respond when you give them a treat. So when they go potty the next time outside of the house and you give them a treat, then they realize, oh, I only get a treat if I go outside and go potty. That's how guys are. Like if they, let's say they 
are opening doors for you and you love it and you're like, this is the standard I need to set or they're, you know, they're not letting you pay for dinner or like they're buying your drinks or whatever your thing is that you're like, oh, like I love it when guys open doors for me and I love it when they pay for my dinner. Sorry. That's just something I think is like non-negotiable. Um, so you have to give them a treat when they do that. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, but it's so true. Uh, so when like a guy opens the door for me, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like you're, you really, <laughs> it's like, it's so embarrassing, but you literally have to like gas them up. You have to be like, oh, that was so hot or like stuff like that. I don't know. It's worked for me. Um, and I feel like my, I have friends that are like getting married now. They say that too, that you literally have, it's positive reinforcement. That's the only thing they respond well to. Um, and you can even say like, yeah, I think it's so hot when blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's so hot when a guy gasses up his f girlfriend in front of his friends. Like whatever it is you want, say that, but like in a positive way. Don't be like, oh, I hate when blah, blah, blah does this. Say it in a positive way because they only respond to treats. So you have to give them treats. That can be other things other than just saying something. I'm just, I just have to say it. That can be other things. <laughs> but men are like dogs. You have to treat them like dogs. Positive reinforcement is key. Be yourself and have fun. That's what I've been doing. It's been so fun. I feel like I have the most solid candidates I ever have with guys right now. And it's been really fun. And I think it's because... I'm not putting up with bullshit and I don't know. I know my worth and I clock things like they might not realize it, but I clock things and I, I don't know. I have it in my head. Like I remember when you did that and I didn't like it. I clock things with just my friends in general too. I feel like people don't really know that. Like I, I'm always like the happy go lucky. Like I don't care. Go with the flow, but I'm clocking things and I remember it. Um, but I'm not going to hold it against you type of thing. I'm just clocking it, noting for later type vibe. And it's really worked out well for me. Moving forward, Hawaii. Let's talk about it. We went to Hawaii for Alicia's 30th birthday. Wow. I'm obsessed. I love Hawaii. I want to get an Airbnb there for like a month and live my best Hannah Maloche life. <laughs> uh I haven't had a vacation where I just relax and lay out and swim and don't really have like activities planned. And I can't remember how long. Uh, we stayed at the White Lotus Hotel. So forking epic. It was the Four Seasons in Maui. If you ever get the opportunity to stay there, highly recommend. It was just magical and so relaxing. And my favorite thing about the trip was just having quality off the grid time with my friends because we're all workaholics and work together and have similar jobs, I feel like a lot of times we kind of hang out in passing, like we'll see each other at an event or we'll go to an event together or we'll like pregame together and then go to whatever, which is like fun and I love. But it's so hard these days, like when you're an adult to have quality time with the people you love. So it's so nice having like just sober conversations, like genuinely catching up you know, seeing what I can do as a friend to be there for them right now, seeing what they're struggling with, seeing, sharing what I'm struggling with, like asking for help. Um, that was like, that's what meant the most to me. And oh my God, I love getting a tan. I love just like getting a good workout in, getting a tan, being in the water. Like that was so fun. I, uh, I want to go back. It was great. 
vacation mode activated. It made me re-inspired with TikTok. I feel like I, I don't know, was being comparing myself to others and like, you know, when you're just in a bad mood and then you're watching other people and you're like picking them apart because you're in a bad mood. It's like not because they did anything. I feel like I was in that space for a little bit. Now I'm like having fun, posting whatever the fork I want on TikTok, being sure of myself. You know, I, I that was a great trip. I, I truly can't say anything bad about it. It was so fun. Um, I feel like I got especially close to my friend Murph. Um, we shared a bed together and like, I feel like he was like my buddy for the entire uh, trip. Like we shared everything, bathroom, room, et cetera. We would go to, um, I feel like we are like the active golden retrievers of the group. So like we were just on the same page. We were like, wanted to work out together. We wanted to go in the ocean together. We wanted to do A, B, and C together. So it was so fun bonding with him and, you know, getting to know him on a deeper level. And then, you know, fast forward to a week went by I had strep throat and then went to Coachella and I will say wasn't my favorite Coachella mainly because I was sick but also I felt like the lineup was blah did love Bad Bunny did love um did love Bad Bunny did love Blackpink did love Metro Boomin didn't love Frank Ocean like I'm sorry it was not good I I really am a fan of him I listen to his music all the time I feel like one to three of his songs are always on one of my playlists, like on every playlist. I really do enjoy his music. It was weird. I waited like two hours for him, uh, an hour before he was supposed to come out and then an additional hour because he came on an hour late. Coming on an hour late didn't even bother me because I'm like used to performers coming on an hour late. When he came on, I don't even think he sang like more than four songs. Like, it was so weird, guys. We couldn't even see him. And it was the weirdest part is that everyone in the crowd was like silent. Like we were all trying to get it. We were all like, okay. Like I feel like we were all trying to like understand the art or the vision or whatever. And I'm down for some weird ass shit. Like tr tr truly, like I can get down with pretty much anything. This was, it wasn't even weird. It was just like, not good <laughs> like I feel bad because I I do love him but like guys the awkward silence between each song like he would finish a song that he didn't even sing they just like played the track and then a DJ would come on and he would like sometimes sometimes ad lib couldn't even see him though and then the cameras wouldn't even show him so we were like is he singing I don't know the cameras and the flashing was so chaotic like the screens were not good um, and the camera work was not good. The only thing that was good about it was the security guard dancing to the girl DJing, which like had nothing to do with Frank Ocean. Um, but the weirdest part was in between each song, there were like two to three minutes of the most awkward silence of my life. Like we were all just sitting there waiting for something to happen. It was not like the cadence of the performance was off. I know he doesn't, love performing and it had been a long time and obviously the tragedy with his brother I I know that that's a lot but um and I, I feel so sorry and I'm empathetic towards that but I just have to be so real like I just I feel so much empathy also towards people that you know saved up so much money traveled across the world to see him and that was it and he he barely sang it was the weirdest thing and he at the end of the day 
he committed and signed up for something. And I am really big on if you sign up for something, I guess unless you're sick, uh, if you sign up for something like that in such a big, you know, position or spot to fill, you have to rise to the occasion. Like, you have to. It was really bizarre. Uh, I'm not even sure that he'll perform next weekend. I don't know. I hope he's okay. I hope mentally he's okay. I hope people enjoyed it for what it was, but I just, I like, that's my opinion on it. I did not think, I, I don't know. And there are a lot of celebrities defending him. Like, yes, he is a, a genius and he is a great artist, but I, it was, it felt not fair for like people that paid that much and traveled that far to see him. Like I had a friend that waited, I think the entire day, she waited like eight hours. She got there super early and just camped out there. Didn't have a lick of water, didn't have uh, any food, like was literally camped out starving because she wanted to see him so badly and he is like her number one artist. And she was like so sad. It was just like an off Coachella. I feel like people weren't as excited. I will say Bad Bunny and Blackpink were great. Frank Ocean was just like who I was looking forward to the most. All my creator friends, it's so fun catching up with them. I love seeing them. Um, I feel like Coachella, like people always talk their shit on TikTok. Oh, I ran in this influencer. They were such a bitch, blah, blah, blah. blah. I feel like all my friends are nice. Like I, I genuinely love catching up with my creator friends. I think they're so inspiring. Um, I always leave feeling better. I like some people I ran into that I love were um, Colt Paulson, uh, Jess. What is her last name? Lucero or something. The girl that does, um, she does like news, like TikTok news. Uh, who else did I run into? Kenzie Elizabeth, freaking love her. Kate Barlett, Bartlett. Am I saying that right? I freaking love Kate. I don't know. A bunch of people. Lauren Wolf, um, Bridget, aka Acquired Style. Oh, Carly Weinstein, um, Kit Keenan. All all those people. So nice, so nice, so inspiring. Always gas me up. Um, I, I I just really appreciate seeing them and being inspired by them. I always love. There's no better feeling leaving a conversation, even if it's small talk, where you're like, oh, I feel better than when I did going into that conversation. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's the life update. I'm going to run through a few questions. Okay, the main question I'm getting <laughs> is, are you still working for Alicia? And the answer is no. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say. Now, I'm going to explain this in like videos to come. So subscribe to me on YouTube. But yeah, I feel like that's fair to say. I think she kind of mentioned it on PB. But no, I I'm solo dolo now. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, we're going to move right along. I'll explain this later. There's no B for anything. I don't know. I'll explain this later. But yeah, no, I'm not working for her anymore. Crazy. What is your biggest project this year? It's really interesting. Anna Grace told me work stuff would pick up in August. Right now, I would say it's hosting. Having my own TikTok live show has been truly a dream come true, especially being live. I think it's great experience as a host. Um, so I would say that. And then just maintaining. I feel like I'm really trying to find my voice 
as a creator on my own. So that's like my biggest challenge in my head, I guess. Are you truly happy? I feel like, yeah, I am. I really am. I feel like I'm in a really good place right now and I'm really grateful to be in it. Um, Thanks for asking, by the way. That was really sweet. What's the future holding? Planning on going full-time YouTuber soon. I guess I just revealed like the big thing. Yeah, I am full-time YouTuber. It's crazy. What has been the best and most challenging thing this year? I think figuring out my voice on the internet and what I want to do with my own social media presence, like being my own boss, like my schedule, that's been the most challenging yet rewarding thing. The best thing has been the freedom and the self-confidence that I've gained from taking this big leap. And honestly, my dating life is popping right now. That has been awesome. I, I do really well when I have a few, like when I have a crush or some crushes. How are you doing financially since living alone? Uh, I feel like I'm doing good. Is it expensive? Yes. Do I think it's worth it? Yes. Um, I love my apartment. It makes me so happy. And I'm so grateful to be in it. And every day I'm pinching myself. So yeah, I don't regret it at all. And if anything, I feel like as far as financially, it makes me want to work harder and just make more money. <laughs> so yeah. And you know what? Life is short. You never know when, if tomorrow could or today could be your last day. I know it's really morbid, but I had like some family trauma, death shit happen about, it's not shit, but like, I'm like, I don't know how to talk about this stuff about, uh, I don't even know, a year or two ago. I feel like it really made me change my perspective on things. And it's like, you never know when you're going to lose someone you love or you're going to be gone or whatever the case is. You just never know live your life to the fullest, do whatever the fork you want to do. Obviously, be smart, like save money, et cetera. But if you want to splurge and live in the apartment you love, then by all means, you know, go for it. You'll figure it out. Necessity is the mother of invention. That's one of my favorite quotes. You have to take risks to level up. You really do. Manifesting anything lately. Ah, I would say a boyfriend. I like am down to like get a boyfriend. I don't know. I'm having fun dating. I love going on the dates. I've been, I feel like I've found some men that are like, I don't know. They're really treating me right. And I, it's, I'm like, now I'm like, I want a boyfriend. I want someone to do like stupid shit with. Like I want, I don't know. I'm like in the mood. I, this is like crazy for me to say. Like, I feel like I never want a boyfriend. I love being single. I'm like slaying the single game all the time. Now I'm like, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> so yeah, I guess like manifesting that, manifesting more, hosting opportunities. Yeah, pretty much it. Been on any fun dates lately seeing anyone? Yeah, I've been on fun dates lately. I don't know. It's so fun. I feel like like concerts, ball games, like I've been doing more than just like going to dinner or going to drinks. And that's been really fun. Like going like on a hike, going on um where did we go? Like going to the beach, like things like that. I don't know. I've been loving like activities other than just getting a drink. And that's been really fun. What are some new goals you want to accomplish this year in your business as an influencer? Uh, I definitely want to grow. I, I, I would love to grow. I feel like I've 
felt a plateau just like in all aspects of my life during the quarter life crisis. And now I'm ready to like grow. It can be slow and steady, but I just want to grow in some capacity um, in all areas like TikTok, YouTube, podcast, et cetera, which we are, by the way. The podcast is growing, especially on TikTok. It's like the clips are going viral, the house down boots. So follow me on TikTok, my personal account at TK's Juicy Pulse and then making moves on TikTok because the clips are clipping. Tell us about hosting, any upcoming gigs, getting closer to your dream. I'm hoping that my TikTok show gets picked up for season three. I would love to host like an, another game show. I don't know. I want to host with, I had on my TikTok show, uh, Harry Jowsey, and I was like, everyone was like, you guys have such good like hosting banter. You guys need to host a, a show together. And I was like, I would love that. I hope Harry would be down to do that. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to host like a dating show with him or something because especially he's been on dating shows. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. Maybe he doesn't want to do that, but I love Harry. He's one of the nicest guys ever. And um, he's so fun to work with. He's always down for everything. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else hosting wise I want to do. Oh, I kind of want to get like a hosting agent that can help with that, which I do have some meetings set up, which is crazy. I'm like, but crazy bananas. I also know a publicist can help with that. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out stuff like that. Why wasn't Ashley on Hawaii trip? Nothing personal. Uh, I think she's just been really busy with trips and she couldn't go. Um, what's something you've been struggling with lately? Being sick. Uh, I literally had strep twice in a row. It was the worst thing ever. And now I'm like still nasally and like have a cold. Clearly I'm run down. So I need to sleep and get better and get healthy. What would you recommend to people who want to move to LA and be an influencer? I would recommend being yourself. Try not to conform to the city and everyone else in it. Um, meet as many people as possible. Say yes to everything. Don't take anything personally. That would be my number one piece of advice. Nothing's personal. People are way too caught up in their own shit everyone's a narcissist like everyone's only thinking about how this would benefit them or hurt them so like anytime they like cancel or i used to take things so personally i'd be like oh my god they canceled oh they flaked oh they you know they didn't invite me oh whatever. nothing's personal it's not about you it's about them so always try and remember that what are you hoping to achieve before summer i feel like fitness goals one goal for the year that doesn't have to do with advancing your career or status. Wow, great question. Um, I definitely want to like be in the best shape of my life. And I would love to run a half marathon. Those are two things I really want to do. What else do I want to do? I want to travel a ton. And I guess the boyfriend thing. Yeah. How are all the trips going? Honestly, so fun. Trips really fuel my fire. And they are so inspiring every time I come back like I if you ever have the opportunity to go on a trip do it like you always come back learning something new or feeling re-inspired it's at least I do it's the best do you predict that you'll want to move back to Indiana slash the Midwest when you settle down right now no I don't know it depends who I'm marrying it depends who I'm dating it depends who I'm getting married to because I'm like they're a professional athlete. We might be all over the place. We might be in Podunk City one day. We might be in like Vegas or LA or New York the other day. Like it's just so all over the place. Uh, but then maybe I'll meet a nice, wholesome Indiana dude that like wants me back. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I really am not married to anything. Like I 
am open to wherever the wind wants to take take me. Unless it's like, I don't know, like Idaho or something. Like, I don't want to move there. <laughs> or like, I don't know, some like North Dakota. Like that, I'm sorry, that's a no for me. I, I feel like I prefer a big city or I would at least like to be in a suburb of a big city. How to deal with feeling lonely. I think like the first thing I feel when I'm lonely is, first of all, I like like to let myself have time to think and like enjoy the silence because I barely get it. I also recommend journaling. I feel like that always helps me get my thoughts out. And then the last thing is, is when I'm feeling lonely, I call one of my great friends or family members. Um, I feel like I can get victimy when I feel lonely and it's like, okay, but dude, have you reached out, you know? So yeah, maybe reach out to someone that you know will make you feel good. It's also okay to tell your friends like, hey, I miss you. I've been feeling lonely. Like, what's up? Like, it's okay to ask them for help. That's what friends are for. The other day I was spiraling and I literally texted Alicia and I was like, hey, I need help. And she immediately was like, I got you, like hit me, what do you need help with? And I would literally like sent all the things I was like upset with or like that, were, that was going on. She helped me knock everyone off the list. Um, sometimes it's nice to just like have someone to help you talk through your issues. If you could be on any reality TV show, what would it be? Definitely Housewives. I would love to be a housewife. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I'm not like a bachelor, like love is blind. I'd like to host one of those, but I don't, I just find it really scary to like think about making out with someone on camera and like my dad watching like that to me is weird. Uh, I just feel uncomfortable and I already struggle being vulnerable, like when no one's watching. Uh, so being on camera doing that, that's just not me. But housewives, on the other hand, I would love to do. What's your go-to drink now versus when you started drinking? <laughs> versus when you started dating, lol. Okay, my go-to drink now. When I started drinking, I loved a margarita, which I still do. But I feel like I rarely get them because like, I don't know. I get them every once in a while. My go-to drink now, I love a dirty martini. Espresso martini. How's family life? My parents also divorced a couple of years ago and it never stopped sucking. Yeah, I would agree. It never stops sucking. The holidays are the worst. I feel like that's why I was in such a bad place in January. I think like time helps a lot. And just as you grow as an adult, you realize your parents aren't superheroes. They're human. And you want them at the end of the day to be happy. Like you want them to find someone to be happy with just like they want you to find someone to be happy with. So unfortunately I think time talking about it, therapy, all of those things help. It never ever will be the same and never will be convenient again. It is quite in fact inconvenient, but I think my parents getting divorced has made me, funnier <laughs> I feel like I just care less about things uh I realize nothing is that deep marriage really is a contract at the end of the day and uh it's made me a lot more picky with dating like realizing when I don't know a, a lot of the time like like no offense but like 
sex and being attracted to someone is not enough. Like you have to have similar lifestyle interests and you have to like want to make each other better and work as a team and level up one another. At least that's what I want and that's what I'm looking for. I feel like my parents let like their story and the chaos and the falling in love in the Bahamas and blah, 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 blah. Like I think they let that be that and weren't realistic with like, wait, do we actually like the same things? Cause like my parents on their honeymoon went skiing. My dad fucking hates skiing. Well, he doesn't hate it, but like my dad doesn't even like skiing. My mom loves skiing, but like, I'm sure my dad, you know, when you're like, when a guy's like, Oh my God, I love the Patriots. And you're like, Oh my God, I love the Patriots too. Like, or you're someone, a guy's like, Oh my God, I love, you know, 21 Savage. And all of a sudden you like 21 Savage. Like, I feel like that's what my parents were doing. And that's why, I mean, they stayed together our entire childhood. Um, but you need to be really nitty gritty with like, what are things you're willing to give up about your lifestyle or things that are non-negotiables? Like is, does it actually drive you nuts that they are a party animal and you're not or whatever? Because like, that's, that's going to be really hard down the line when like kids go to college and then one's still a party animal and one still wants to be home. And it's like, how do you connect? You know, how do you like, do you have things in common other than having children together? I think that's really important. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just made me really picky with dating and very blunt with like myself and who I'm seeing. If you left LA, where would you live? Probably New York, maybe Chicago. I feel like Chicago's still like a little too, maybe not chaotic enough, I guess is the word. New York or, or Nashville, I guess. I don't know. I'm open. I'm literally, I feel like I could live anywhere. If analytics weren't a factor, what would be your dream content to put out? It's a great question. You know, I love, one, I love fashion and outfits and like hauls. And I feel like that just does not perform that well for me, which pisses me off. So I would do a lot of that and then travel content. I feel like, like my Africa video, like genuinely, like that's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite video I've ever made. And yeah, I feel like travel content and like haul clothing outfit shit. How do you stay creative and think of so many good questions slash answers and ideas? Wow. You know what? This is going to be a sucky answer, but I think this is just the fact. I think it's just what I was born with. I think I'm just good at being naturally really curious and or nosy. I think I don't learn from books. I'm not really book smart person like I can be if I try I did get A's in school growing up I was like an A B A student but it was because I worked my ass off I wasn't naturally good at that like I wasn't naturally good at math I wasn't naturally good at science in fact like I'm not good at it I just had to like work my ass off studying um I'm naturally good at learning from others, being curious, asking good questions. Like I'm just naturally good at that. I think if you're not naturally good at that, you can still be good at it if you practice. Um, One way, which I still do this sometimes, is if I know I'm going to meet someone in advance, I, you know, piggy bank some questions 
beforehand. I'm like, okay, you know, I know I'm going to see so-and-so later. What are some things I'm genuinely curious about? Like, let me look at their social media. Let me see what they've been up to. Did they just have a baby? Did they just get a work accomplishment? Like, I don't know. I think it's always good to have some questions in the ready to go. I think another huge thing that people don't do, like no one does, is freaking listen. When you're in a conversation, the best question you can ever have as a follow-up question is just by listening. Like nothing in the piggy bank will be better than if you're genuinely actively listening. And you it's going to be awkward because you're going to be actively listening. They're going to be talking about something. They say the statement. You're going to have time to respond. But it's going to be awkward for a minute. And you're going to be like, there. You're going to have time to think about the question because you've been listening. Like your brain doesn't work that fast. So like give yourself some grace, actively be present and listen. And then that'll be your great. That'll be the best follow-up question. Another thing I always try and do when I'm like meeting someone for the first time is like try and ask them something not about work. Like, I mean, these are great questions. They're kind of intense though, but like, you know, what are you struggling with currently? Or where where are some trips do you have? Or do you have any trips coming up? What do you wish you were better at? Like those are all I don't know that you have to say them in the right time. But I think I've just come to terms with the fact that that is one of my natural gifts. Sorry, that's a bummer of an answer, but I'm not good at the other stuff. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. How do you deal with drifting friendships or friends who stop reaching out? You know, friends come and go for seasons of your life. And that's okay. Um, usually when one drifts away, another is forming and it's really exciting and fun, but you always have your lifers. So I, I would say don't sweat it. Um, everything happens for a reason. Stars just aren't aligning and they once were and now they aren't because you've probably gone through what you needed to get through with that person. When are you getting a golden retriever? Hopefully like in the next couple of years, I'm just way too busy right now and I live in an apartment. I want to like have a yard. But God, I want a golden retriever so badly. I actually want like two. Oh my God, everyone wants to know about boys. Uh, I'm trying to be more private, you guys. I really am having fun though. And I do have prospects and it's it's really fun. I'm having a great time. I feel like I'm just like putting myself out there and I'm being confident and I'm like saying what I want. Like right now, this guy, he like, I feel like we were really like, it was hot and spicy and fun. And then he kind of like dialed it back and normally I would be like what do I need to do like blah 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 blah. like what strategic I'm like that's on you bro like that's embarrassing like you're missing out on all this like that's literally what I'm thinking I'm like okay like whatever that I'm, I'll put my energy towards someone else because I'm just like I don't have the time to like overthink what to say back to you like I I'm over that hump in my life and it's made me so much happier and make made my dating life so much smoother like if you aren't all in or like I am gonna match it and I'm like if you're if you're stepping back I'm a step back twice like I just that's my vibe currently you guys have so many questions and they're all good ones but I feel like I'll save these for another episode we're way over an hour so um yeah I'm gonna stop it here thank you for tuning in thank you for following the TikTok account thank you 
for bearing with me through this episode while I've been a little nasally. I'm so sorry. But you know what? Just like pretend I'm Miley Cyrus and have like a really deep voice. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate you guys so much. I am so grateful to have this job and to be able to connect with you. I loved meeting you guys at Coachella. Um, and at the Taylor Swift concert. Oh my God. Could not be more grateful for you guys and for this job and like to have the opportunity to get to know you guys has been like the greatest blessing in my life. And like building an audience has been so fun and rewarding. I'm just, I'm beyond grateful to have you guys. So thank you for giving me this platform and for sticking with me, especially when I was going through that quarter life crisis. I feel like I'm finally like on like coming around the corner and I'm like I feel like I'm like living my best life again and it feels good and I hope that positive energy radiates towards you guys on the screen and can help motivate you or help you in any capacity because I felt really off and I feel bad that I felt off but you know what maybe we were going through it together and it was nice to have someone to be bitter with (laughs) so uh yeah I love you all so much Please comment down below any guests you're dying to have me on or any topics you want me to hit in the next solo episode. I know you guys love the solos, so maybe I'll keep it up and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Don't forget, make someone's day this week. Peace.